This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, April 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Downey. Here's today's headlines. Montana Senator pushes China on beef trade. U.S. to review eight endangered species. Canadian rancher group wary about resurgence of cool and excitement at the White House. When Senator Steve Daines met with China Premier Li Keqiang during a recent trip to Asia, the Montana Republican was carrying a small red cooler packed with four steaks. It's unclear if the Premier could legally throw them on the grill and eat them because China's had a ban in place on U.S. beef since December 2003. But the message from Daines was clear. Follow up on your promise to lift the ban. It was Lee that announced that China was lifting its 14-year ban in September, but the U.S. beef industry is beginning to lose patience because little has happened to restart trade since then. The first hint of progress came from the meeting this month between U.S. President Donald Trump and Chinese President Xi Jinping. Chinese officials reportedly agreed during the Xi visit to move the process forward. Other than that, not much has happened. A team of Chinese inspectors visited U.S. slaughter facilities late last year to conduct a food safety assessment, but USDA officials told AgriPulse the country has not released results or presented protocols to reopen trade. But Danes, who spearheaded a Senate letter to Trump to ask him to bring up the issue with Xi, continues to push for beef trade, and the U.S. industry is grateful. A tweet Monday from the National Cattlemen's Beef Association said, Thank you, Senator Steve Daines, for pushing USA beef and rocking a Beef USA pen on your recent trip to Asia. Daines issued a statement about the China leg of the congressional delegation's trip that also stopped in Hong Kong and Japan. He said with over $250 million a year in Montana exports to China, they are a critical partner in our economy. During this trip, I underscored the importance of strong relations to expand opportunities for Montana producers. Government to review eight endangered species. The Fish and Wildlife Service will review the status of eight endangered species found in farm states, including a bird, a snail, a butterfly, and five mussels. The species include Kirtland's warbler, found in Michigan and Wisconsin, and listed as endangered in 1967 under the law that preceded the Endangered Species Act. The Iowa Pleistocene snail found in Illinois and Iowa and listed in 1978. And the Carner Blue Butterfly, whose range includes Illinois, Indiana, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, New Hampshire, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. It was listed in 1992. The mussels are the Ozark Hellbender, the Raid Bean, Sheepnose, Snuffbox, and spectacle case, generally found in the Midwest and the Southeast. Mussels filter pollutants and are sensitive to contamination. When the Ozark Hillbender was listed in 2011 in Missouri and Arkansas, the Fish and Wildlife Service said that farmland and livestock production was in its range and is a continuing source of contamination. Canadian rancher group wary about resurgence of cool. Canadian lobbyists and representatives are keeping a close eye on U.S. administration officials and lawmakers in Washington to watch for warning signs of any effort to revive mandatory country of origin labeling for beef and pork. That, according to Dan Darling, he's president of the Canadian Cattlemen's Association. 
U.S. Congress scrapped the cool laws for beef and pork after the U.S. lost its case at a World Trade Organization dispute that was initiated by Canada and Mexico. Canada had requested the WTO allow the country to retaliate against the U.S. with a $2.5 billion worth of tariffs on U.S. goods. Mexico asked for $713 million worth of retaliatory tariffs. The CCA said in a report on Monday, if such an effort should build momentum, it will be important for Canada to remain ready to let key U.S. legislators know that we still have our retaliation rights and we will be prepared to use them if necessary. Egg sector gets some recognition at the White House. What better time could there be to educate the public about egg production than the 139th White House Easter egg roll on the South Lawn under the watch of President Trump and First Lady Melania Trump? The American Egg Board kicked off uh, support of the Easter egg roll by presenting the First Lady with the 40th annual commemorative egg, a presentation that has been made to every administration since the tradition started with a farmer in the White House that President Jimmy Carter. Members of the American Egg Board were at the event with educational materials on how and where eggs are produced, including model replicas that showed the production process from the farm to the kitchen table. In addition, they donated more than 30,000 real hard-boiled eggs for egg rolling, the egg hunt, egg decorating, and egg snacking. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, April 18th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.